0: Welcome back as we continue our discussion of Sula by Toni Morrison.
1: So what's fascinating about this book is that we can sum it up extremely simply. Uh, The book tracks the friendship and its dissolution of Sula and Nell who are two black women living in the bottom, which is a black community in Ohio post-World War I. So there's your nutshell. But there is so much more going on. And like you pointed out earlier, it's even more of a character study than it is that the plot itself is important.
0: It is. Yeah. Um,
1: Do you want to take us through some of the details of that plot, Alice?
0: Um, Very, very briefly. I'll try to keep it brief. Um, I love how the first section of the novel kind of sets up that, that, uh, that's that first story of how the bottom why the bottom's called the bottom and and um how how that part of the part of the story sets the stage for so much of the rest of the story um can i just tell that little story real quick do you think we have time for that okay mm-hmm. so the first section of the no- novel we get that origin story of the bottom and uh, a white farmer had promised freedom and a piece of bottom land to his slave one of his slaves if he would perform some difficult duties chores for him And when the slave had completed those difficult tasks, the farmer regretted his side of the bargain. Giving freedom was easy. The farmer had no problem with giving freedom, which is interesting, and we could talk for an hour about that by itself. But he didn't want to give up the land that he had promised. So he tells the slave he's very sorry, but he must give him valley land instead of a piece of the bottom land. That confused the slave. He said he thought the valley land was the bottom land. And the master said, well, no, the land on the hillside is, uh, is, the, is the land that is bottom land, not down in the valley. So he lied. He told him that the hillside land was the bottom land and it was rich and fertile. He's lying. I mean, this sets the stage. And uh, slavery was never practiced in Ohio, but that's where Toni Morrison sets this story, which is very interesting. And it sets the stage. She's illuminating the fact that white people's racism and lives have created a topsy-turvy world. For black people in which up is down and down is up, you know, the valley is one thing, the bottom land and the hillside are reversed in the in the slave and master story. And the um, quote from the book is the white people lived on the rich valley floor, and the blacks populated the hills above it, taking small c- consolation in the fact that every day they could literally look down on the white folks. So there's, there is, you know, a lot in this book that is hard to read and hard to, you know, get through, but it's also beautifully written. And, and the way that, the way that she structures the rest of the novel is basically by highlighting events that happened in certain years. And like you said, this, this took place, the story takes place after World War One, So it, it really starts out in 1919 and, <clears throat> Um, I don't know how much detail you want uh, to go into about the the every single chapter in the book, but from 1919 to 19 is 1965. Is that the last chapter? Is it 65 or 69? I can't remember. <laughs> um, uh, goes through the lives. It's 65. Goes through the lives of Nell and Sula and other people in the story. It's actually multi-generational because uh Nell's parents and Sula's parents and grandparents are in this story too and so you get the gen and the generations in there too a little bit here and there so it's really very fascinating that way um I did I don't know if you how much you know more we want to go into the details of the story but that was just a little introductory story (laughs)
1: Right, no, that's that's a great introductory story. Well, maybe yeah. would it be a good idea to hit some of the characters? Yes,
0: yes, definitely.
1: Wonderful. So we have our title character, Sula. Um, she was raised in a boarding house by her eccentric grandmother and mother. Mm-hmm. Um, they are seen as being more free and loose as compared to other members in the community. Um, Sula has a birthmark, and depending on what you think of Sula, then you interpret that birthmark as being something either more positive or negative. You know, is it a rose? Is it a snake? Um, it, it's kind of reflected. It's like a workshop test. Is that how you say it? The yeah, work yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And I love that, that at the very beginning of the book, the, the there's a quote from the rose tattoo uh, that Toni Morrison included in the preface parts of her book. I think that's just fabulous. So go ahead. Mm
1: -hmm. So, um, Sula is smart, she acts spontaneously, she's impulsive, Um, she leaves the community, goes to college, Um, she kind of wanders and experiences life for 10 years, but then comes back. And after that, she lives a life free of convention, she does stuff that um, is frowned upon by the community, like... You know, not taking care of her grandmother having her well she takes care of her in a ways and she has her committed
0: somewhere else <laughs> yeah but that wasn't the way you did it back in the day you know you were supposed to take care of your, your elders in their own home or in your home you weren't supposed to shunt them off to the you know the old folks home that was bad mm-hmm. <laughs> bad form <laughs>
1: And she also, because she she's somewhat of a free lover, you know, she will sleep with pretty much any guy in town and do it. there's a beautiful quote that I did not write down about how by watching her mother when she's a child, um, that she kind of picks up that sex is something that's frequent, pleasant and unremarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that gets her into some trouble with some of the ladies in town and later on with Nell, because mm-hmm. she sleeps with Nell's husband. Now, on oh, to Nell. Yeah. Um, Nell is kind of her, her soulmate in many ways. Uh, she is raised with a more conventional life, very rigid values. You can see as a child that she wants that self-discovery. She's uncertain. She wants a conventional life, and yet she manages to live a very conventional life. Um, and so... We see some bonding events that happen between these two girls as they grow. And so that's why I want to introduce you to a character we see only very briefly, but he's pivotal to their development, Chicken Little.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And Chicken Little is a neighborhood boy. And one day Sula's playfully swinging him around uh, by his hands or by a river. It's both girls together and Chicken Little. Um, She accidentally loses her grip and he falls into the river and drowns. And Although they attend the funeral, they don't tell anybody that they know anything, have any association with this death. And so this secret kind of bonds them together. And it also gives Nell until the very end a little bit of a sense of superiority um, to Sula that isn't really merited um shadrach is another important character he's a world war ii veteran he's traumatized by the war and he um institutes national suicide (laughs) i just love
0: that bless his heart oh it's it's, (laughs) oh it's just so poignant it is and it
1: comes back later Mm -hmm. but the idea is that you know he is worried that because of all the trauma he's been through he's tempted on a daily basis to end it all Mm -hmm. and so he's thinking you know if we just declare one day that hey if you're going to commit suicide this year do it on this day then the other 364 days of the year you can say like nope it's not the day for it and you can live a life that's kind of freer mm-hmm. of that sort of mental burden mm-hmm. so that's the theory behind it and so he starts out as a joke but it kind of becomes something accepted by the community they kind mm-hmm. of play into it over time
0: they think he's crazy but it's it's they kind of crazy they 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 kind of let that become part of the norm of their you know he's he's trying to find ways to fit into the the norm of pre-war life that he no longer feels connected to and you know that's that's one of his coping mechanisms and the town kind of you know thinks he's crazy and all that but they accept that and and they they do sort of kind of almost respect him in a way for his Mm -hmm. his crazy idea you know
1: Mm -hmm.
2: well he's got this this suicide day thing that as you said sarah this the town i I think they even have parades on that day or they all come to the street and and they're lined up and down the sidewalk and everything and even though it's this this death deathness that brings them all together the the undercurrent is it's a celebration of living because they've got and community that's you know it's not there so it's it, it you know you mentioned the term topsy turvy mm-hmm. and yeah that's just one of the that's just one of the pieces to the right. topsy turviness of it where it's so accepting and without it's it, it, you have an initial opinion
0: mm-hmm. but
2: there's no judgment with mm-hmm. the opinion right. because it is just a part of the livelihood you know you go and watch the parade on suicide day yeah. and,
0: and the, the whole town sees shadrach in a topsy-turvy yeah. way because they all, all, while they all get in the spirit of national suicide day and everything but they don't really you know a lot of them don't they they can't really bond with shadrach himself he's not mm-hmm. very nice to people he's known for being you know he curses at children and white people and and he commits regular acts of indecency and he's he's a difficult difficult uh, person because of his ptsd and all that but he also manages to do odd jobs and sell fish to the townspeople and they you know have rallied with national suicide day so he sort of is begrudgingly woven into the fabric of the town if you will mm-hmm. um and that's that's the town's version of acceptance mm-hmm. and they don't shun him they don't hide
2: him they don't
0: yeah, you know, force him
2: away. You know, he is a part of it, and, and, that, and it's, there's a there's an embracing to mm-hmm. that. The, know, it,
0: and it, there's such an interesting thing about the structure of Toni Morrison's book is because immediately after we learn all that about Shadrach, that's when we get introduced in, in the next couple chapters, 1920 and 1921, we get introduced to Sula and Nell's two families and and the town and how the town sees those two families and all that kind of thing. And so there's there's all this kind of I don't want to say mirroring, but there's some of some similarities to shadrach's place in the town and other things that happen with other characters like sula and nell throughout the story and and their Mm -hmm. families and so it's a very even though when you're reading it you just feel like you're flowing along this warm soft river of beautiful prose there's actually incredibly intelligent and well-written structuring going on with this story yeah Mm -hmm. there's definitely
1: shadrach and all of them yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see it as very circular. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the end line mm-hmm. speaks of circles and yeah. circles of sorrow, mm-hmm. and the structure is very circles mm-hmm. and
0: circles of things. Come back around to things, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And, Absolutely. And I just want to point out really quickly about Shadrach, and as you very well pointed out that he is kind of accepted into the town, even though he's an outlier. That's another theme of this book: is mm-hmm. how far off the norm can you be and still be accepted by your community? And right. at what point do you cross that what line? cross
0: the line? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. exactly. Which circles back to the original, the origin story, and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, and I think it's so interesting that the parts of the book that that have Nell and Chil Nell and Sula and Ch- and little you know the children when the characters are children and you know at that point shadrach's not a child he's a he's 21 25 something like that when he comes back from war um when sula and nell are children and so you get to see these two girls bond as friends in childhood and that's the premise for the rest of their relationship. And like you said, there are significant things that happen in their childhood that both color and kind of almost, I don't want to say predict, but there's a destiny to their ups and downs in their friendships that, that you know, in hindsight, once you've read the book, you say, oh, yeah, I should have known that when I read about their childhood. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so... Next up, we continue our discussion of Sula by Toni Morrison.